Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we discuss film, TV, and everything pop culture-related. Ooh, butchered that one, but that's okay. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by the man himself. In this episode, we're going to be discovering... Well, not discovering, excuse me. We're going to be discussing... A lot of stuff. We got some Star Wars Visions confirmation. We got Spider-Man No Way Home leaks through Funkos. And we got a little bit of Last of Us uh, HBO casting news. And before we begin today's episode, oh, actually, really quick. And we also have our Loki episode, episode five, the penultimate episode. And before we begin today's show... You can listen to this podcast on platforms around the internet. And if you're a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X because we're to the extreme. <laughs> but as I said before, this is the Film Optics podcast. We have a few topics to get through before we get into the meat and potatoes the cream of the crop before we get into the weeds of lucky a loki episode five Devin, how are you doing today man I'm, I'm doing good i'm i'm a year older don't feel any wiser happy birthday buddy yeah Woo! the, the more you age the worse it gets right yeah that's what i've been told but honest actually fun fact Devin already knows this. He actually shares a birthday with my mom. So happy birthday to one of the best yes. moms out there. <laughs> happy birthday to her. And you guys share a very common birthday with a Mr. With Billy Eilish's father as well. It is his birthday. So happy birthday to Mr. Eilish. I think that's his last Mr. name. Mr. Eilish. <laughs> Yeah, I texted my mom. I was like, "Mom, you share the same birthday with Billie Eilish's father," and she didn't respond. <laughs> I don't think she cares for Billie Eilish all that much. Not as not as much as I do. But hey, that's that is that is a okay, mates. That is a okay. So um, let's get into the cream of the crop here. Are you still with me, Devin? Oh yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I thought I exited out of there for you. Let, let me, uh, let's start this off. I'm going to let you take the first topic and then I'll get into the next one. It's, it's a bit more somber news on our side. Um, I have a different one pulled up. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Let me send. Okay. There you are. Yeah. I see you. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I sent two separate ones. We're, we're pretty busy today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been, a, a crazy, crazy week. I lost track of the time altogether. So we've been trying to, you know, um, give you give the people what they want. I guess you could say. But we got we got some more Star Wars news. Woo! It's always coming in hot. Let us know. Spill the we have se- Seven Japanese anime studios are bringing their unique <laughs> talent and perspective to Star Wars Visions, uh, the collection of animated original short films streaming September twenty second. Devin. This is like a dream come true for me because I'm a oh, I bet it is. big anime fan. And I always said, you know what? There's just, there's something about the whole, ah, it's just, it's just such a, it's a match made in heaven. I want them to do the same thing for um, Game of Thrones <laughs> as well. Honestly, just make, and, and you know what? Do it for, for the Fast and Furious franchise because Lord knows that 
that franchise would be so much better if it was animated. The the fact that it's live action kind of just like puts me off, but it's like, you know what? I would feel a lot better and more comfortable if this was animated. Like or it would just be cars. Uh oh, I mean like Japanese animated style. Not like 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 Avatar. Nothing like well, there actually is a Fast and Furious. Um (laughs) there's a Netflix show, Devin. I'm not sure if you know this. It's dealing with one of Dom's cousins or something. It's it's like CGI animated. It's for kids. Oh boy. (laughs) I forgot the name. Leo showed it to me and I was like, what is this? He's like, it's real. I'm like, this is real. He's like, yeah, it's real. And apparently it's been out there. So they, they, they have their claws in on the kids. Let's get the anime. But yes, I'm very excited for star Wars visions. Uh, <laughs> you bet your, hold on. I've been waiting to use this. You bet your sweet. <laughs> we will be covering that. Yes, that's right. We have a square button here on the show. Holy f- it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And it mutes. So anything that you say. So like today I saw like this pineapple and pizza. So. <laughs> oh no. What else was on that pizza? Strawberry. 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 Ki- Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi. No. Devin. <laughs> That's the worst. I, oh I didn't gosh. do it. Whew, I saw that. I posted it on um, Instagram and my friend's like, okay, like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's not mine. It's literally, it's just something that we found, but, um, it's, it's cursed. Yeah. It's cursed. God. Speaking of, it. speaking <laughs> of cursed and swearing and being angry, we have <sighs> another story here. Well, it looks like Lovecraft country will not be returning for season two. I would actually like to, um, pay our respects really quick. If, 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 if that's okay with you, Devin, I, I, I well, have we, we can do that and also direct our anger to HBO Max. We can, we can. So let, let's let's commemorate the loss of another great show that we've lost, and then we can kind of like you know talk about it. So, without further ado, we'll miss you, Lovecraft Country. One of the best shows out there, honestly. And I was really looking forward to season two. <laughs> I did buy the Blu-ray the other day. Thank you to Amazon for racking up my reward so I can get it for 10 bucks off. So you will always live on my Blu-ray shelf. So <laughs> you, you were a great adventure that ended on a cliffhanger that will be hung forever. This is Firefly all over again. Or Daredevil season three because that was so good. Well, at least it had more than one season. It's just none of it makes sense because there was also a story that came out that said all the directors and writers and actors were prepared for season two and they were expecting it to happen. Did Misha Green say no? Because I read that she decided not to go through with it, but I'm not sure if that's the full story. I I haven't seen that, but okay, it could be. Yeah, that really really sucks though. Um, I know she was really excited about it. And um, a little bit of a quote just says, we'll not be moving forward with the second season of Lovecraft Country for H uh, and HBO said in a statement to Deadline, we are grateful for the dedication and artistry of the gifted cast and crew and Misha Green, who crafted this groundbreaking series 
and to the fans, thank you for joining us on this journey, uh, which is very. So, so it sounds like it sounds like they didn't want to go off book. Yeah, I think. But like, why? If she Game of Thrones she has her own ideas, probably because of Game of Thrones. I think they're still, but it's, it's still it's, so still early, and it's, it's just such yeah. a new show. Yeah, I, I really don't know, and I I feel so bad for Jonathan Majors and Journey uh, Smollier and and the, and the rest of the crew for you know the fact that they they cleared their schedule, they made sure that there was time to hey, I want to come back and f- film season two. Um, hopefully, maybe HBO will change their minds, but I don't know what the f- they were thinking about, man. Yeah, That's in the crazy. article it says Misha Green um, was definitely. Looking forward to season two. Okay. So I was being uh, fed some bad intel there, but man, oh man, it just really, really blows. But yes, I did. I did buy it. Um, as soon as that happened and I was like, you know what? Go. Yeah, absolutely. Like I- I'll be rewatching that until hopefully don't you, I don't know, man, it really just sucks. Anyway, let's go on to some other news here really quick. Um, some Spider-Man no way home news. Um, it is more of a, uh, a first brand new look at the Spider-Man Funkos and a little bit more extra. So if you haven't seen this on Twitter, if you're not on film Twitter or whatnot, what have you, if you're just a casual listener and if you're excited for the next Spider-Man movie, which is supposed to be uh, debuting um, in theaters this December, um, there are a few um, costumes um, that the new movie will feature. Um, not sure if we should kind of get into it, but there's, it's just, it's just lame that we have to see them on Funkos instead of on. Yeah. On Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll gloss over this just because for anyone who's really, you know, looking forward to the movie, I don't want to like ruin anything and be like, Oh my God, film optics ruined it for me. I mean, so. we, yeah, we can just, I mean, there's a, there's a black and gold one that looks really cool. Yeah. Like that one's awesome. It kind of looks like the Doc Ock one from the video game. I was actually going to say it looks more reminiscent of the uh, Pride one from uh, Miles Morales. Did you unlock that suit? I don't remember. Oh, okay, yeah, it's 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 pretty much a literal black and gold suit. Um, it does remind me of the Doc Ock suit from Spider-Man PS4, but it reminds me even more of Miles Morales's. Um, I think it's a, a Pride. Uh, uh, it's it's like a Black Pride uh costume, which it's it's pretty much the same thing, but there's more gold like around the chest there. But, um, yeah, it's been getting some mixed signals. There's another suit out there that we will not talk about because I feel like that gives a little bit more away of the movie. But, um, again, these are just the costumes though, so it's it just look, you know, look at it if you want to. You know, it's all over. Um, it's, it's all over all online. So, um, it just really sucks at Funko. I mean, I don't think they're the ones who released it. Wasn't it Sony that like leaked this or this like slipped through their fingers. I just think they should have just released an image before this came out. Yeah. Just give us a poster. Yeah. I, I, I do agree. Like it would have been so much better. Cause like, they, they haven't given us anything. No. For the movie that's coming out in five months. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely nothing. Well, hey, it was sl- it was a slow burn for Shang Chi and for um, Eternals as well. So hopefully we'll get something soon. I really don't know, but anyway, let's move on here. Uh, we have some very very exciting news here. We have Nico Parker 
has been cast as Joel's daughter, Sarah, in the HBO um, Last of Us series. And we also got word earlier this um, this week, I think it was a few days ago, that um, season one of The Last of Us will consist of 10 episodes. Devin has finally, finally beaten the first game. Oh, yeah. And I, and I went out and purchased part two. You purchased part two? Did you really? Did yeah, you really? that the GameStop's little pre-owned buy one get one free. Oh, <laughs> let's go! Oh. I also got Ghost of Tsushima. Did you really? Oh, he's trying to get that director's cut. I feel you. I, feel I, I might upgrade. Oh, you might a little, little cheaper. A little cheaper for me. Yeah, that that is. I know that I know oh. that irks you, dude. I was so. I won't get into it, but I was very very annoyed with that because <laughs> it's like I spent five hundred bucks on a new console. And I have to pay more <laughs> than someone who's switching from place. It's it, it is a whole mess. But anyway, we will not get into that right now. But yes, we have Nico Parker has been cast as Joel's daughter. Um, if you've played the game, you've played the game. Devin's played the game. <laughs> I'm very excited that he has Last of Us Part Two right now. That that's that's amazing. That's that's fantastic. But yes, uh, for those who haven't played the game, uh, I do definitely recommend people who haven't played it to play it prior because it is a totally, totally different experience. Honestly, I think it is the ultimate experience to um, experience (laughs) this journey that uh, Joel and Ellie go through because you have that empathy of control. You know, you have that interaction with these characters. So yeah, congratulations to um, Nico Suave. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nico Parker <laughs> uh, for landing the role of uh, Joel's daughter, Sarah Miller. Didn't get I wonder the last... if it'll be a, a, a bigger or smaller role than in the game. The first <laughs> yeah. game release. <laughs> Smiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? And a lot of people have been like texting me and they're like, Okay, so she's. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but yes, I know what you mean, Devin. It is. I really don't know. I know that they are expanding on the story, so I'm really praying that this isn't just a beat for beat of the game. Like I've said time and time again, if so, you know what I can do without the show. I'll just go back and play the game because, in my personal opinion, the game is already a masterpiece. So, it's. I mean, I've it's the, but the the cast is looking really, really nice, and that's what really, really matters here. I absolutely love it. But let's move on to our last thing. A huge shout out, Devin. Do you know who this is? This YouTuber who has made oh, his course. You you, you want to take this one? Um, Chris Stuckman, a fellow movie uh, critic slash reviewer on the YouTube. I've been watching him for a few years now. He he's definitely one of the go-tos as far as the movie movie critic arena. He's making a movie. It's impressive. Mm. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations to Chris Stuckman. A horror movie titled Shelby Oaks about missing paranormal investigators. Shelby Oaks, a horror movie called Shelby Oaks. Hmm. Interesting. interesting. Apparently it's based on real life events. Sounds pretty interesting. Ooh. I wonder whether I'm definitely, definitely going to um, support the crap out of this one. You know, I've never, I've, I've seen a few of his, um, of his videos time and time again, but nothing like not, I'm not more of like a recurring fan, but I, I have clicked on his videos from time to time and he does some really good from stuff. the, from the Cleveland area too. Is he really? Hmm. I believe so. Interesting. Did not know that. Well, 
Congratulations again to Chris Stuckman for uh, when are we making a movie. <laughs> what is our movie going to be about, Devin? <laughs> um, I honestly couldn't tell you. Maybe it can be about a giraffe. The rise and fall of E3. <laughs> the rise. <laughs> Who's going to play Adam Sessler? Who's going to play Morgan Webb? Who's going to play? Um, I want Matt Damon to play Phil Spencer. <laughs> Who is going to play Sean Layden? We, well, he's not with the company anymore, but we 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 got to start casting over there, you know, get, get into production altogether and whatnot. And we need someone for Jeff Keeley during during that time, you know, <laughs> the summer game fest. <laughs> Man, you know what? The rise and fall of E three. I like that a lot. Definitely, we can just hone in on how pointless <laughs> this. This event has become, especially from this this year, it, it's been very disappointing. But again, congratulations to Chris Stuckman for making his um his, his dream a reality. There's a lot of critics out there who, you know, not only enjoy the craft of being a critic, but who are also aspiring to be uh playwrights, you know, screenwriters and directors and actors themselves. So congratulations again to Chris Stuckman. So Devin. Oh, Devin. I think that pretty much wraps up all of our topics for today. So we'll be right back after this to do our Loki episode five review. All right, and we are back for Loki episode five. That is titled something, something I didn't put in. Journey into Mystery. Journey into Mystery. Which is the name of the original comic series that Loki appeared in. Really? Did not know that. Before they were even called Marvel. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Yeah, they. Were, I forgot what they were called prior to Marvel. At, uh, Atlas, I believe. Atlas, that's right. And I think DC was Action Comics. Don't shoot yeah. me. If, yeah, okay. But, man, you got, you got the shirt. You got the Superman shirt, so you should know. I know. I do have the Superman shirt on. And honestly, I, Superman is not my favorite character, like, at all. It's just this shirt is so comfy. So, I just kind of threw it on. I got this very colorful Avengers shirt on. Ooh, when'd you get that? Uh, I don't remember. Just a GameStop purchase. They always have <laughs> shirts that they just give away for $5. Yeah. Well, have you bought anything from the Criterion Collection? I know you've been working on your physical collection. I have not. Mm, it's okay. I actually haven't bought anything either because I am saving up for a trip. So it's really, really hard to just like, you know, after Amazon Prime Day, no more, <laughs> no more, but yes, Devin, we are here to discuss episode five of Loki, the penultimate episode. Dare I say the best penultimate episode we've received from Marvel thus far. And honestly, one of the best penultimate episodes I've seen myself in a while. The, the show's staying hot, man. Like it is, it's steaming Whew, and it's, it's only going to get hotter next week. I am so excited for next week. Like this, this episode literally was like the perfect setup and how I wish 
what Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been. But we've already kind of touched on that being that with the dead horse with all the production and whatnot. But a lot of people out there are kind of talking about, you know, what show their, their rankings of these first three shows. And, you know, I see a lot of people putting Loki as number one, even though we haven't gotten the, the, um, you know, we haven't gotten the finale just yet, but it, I see a lot of people putting Wanda is Wanda vision as number one. And I've been going back and forth and it's like, man, oh man, I just, I, I can't make a sound decision until I've seen ep- the finale of Loki. But Devin, give me your as long as as long as the finale doesn't, as long as it sticks to landing, it's a wrap for me. Like it's number one. What if it completely tanks? I just can't imagine that happening. I can't imagine it happening either. But there's always room for error. Always remember that because. We've seen it with a lot of shows. <laughs> it's, it's namely Game of Thrones. You know, season eight was a very, very mixed bag of emotions. First three episodes were really, really good. Last three episodes kind of wobbled off. But personally, it's about the journey, not about the ending, at least for me. But give me your uh, initial reactions on Loki episode five before we dive into spoilers. I mean, it's just everything we were hoping for after we saw the the mid credit scene last week. Like we got the Loki verse, <laughs> like it's here, it exists. First we got Spider Verse paved the way. Now we're into the Loki verse. It's just so perfect. It's such a, <laughs> it's just so fun. Richard E. Grant is amazing. His character was so cool. Yeah, uh, Bo- boastful Loki was interesting. Kid Loki is a badass, I guess, in his world. He's such a. F- Damn, I yeah <laughs> i gotta miss Al- alligator loki stealing the show yeah and honestly i didn't realize that kid loki was holding alligator loki towards the um post-credit scene from episode four and i had to like go back i'm like alligator i'm like oh there he is there he is but yeah this this entire episode kind of just hits the ground running and it gives you even more, you know, feeding, spoon feeding us more information of what's going on. And, you know, it's really just building up to this humongous climax that just is going to probably rock a lot of people's worlds. I think a lot of people are wondering if King the Conqueror is going to be there, which, again, let's not get our hopes up because we've heard, we've seen this with WandaVision with the whole. Oh, we have Mephisto. We're going to get the X-Men. And oh my gosh, it's it's Reed Richards from Fantastic Four. Let's keep our expectations in check. It is always fun to kind of speculate and theorize, but let's not get mad. At, th- at this point, there really aren't that many other options to choose from. Because I, I, f- I feel kind of bad. There were a lot of people that were... Theorizing that Miss Minutes was going to be the the big bad, and She's after this episode, one. She's a I, I don't know. It, it's <laughs> possible, I guess, but I don't think she's the look, big. Doesn't look great. The, I don't think she's like the big bad, but I think she is a contributing factor. I think she, knows, of course, she's involved. Yeah, I think she knows where the Time Lords are, like one hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm all, all for it. But yeah, like, like I said, you know, this episode has just been nothing short, but just fantastic goodness and just all the emotions like the the dialogue and the, the cinematography itself is it's just simply breathtaking one of the best all the all this all the sets and all the like the set pieces have just been so cool to look at yeah it, it really has been and just 
you see all these, these Lokis essentially coming together and, you know, the like, oh, like what happens when you put like five Lokis in a room together and you kind of see that in or, or 12 or 12. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of um, mischievous uh, things going on. So that's always a lot of fun, but was there anything else you wanted to talk about before we get in to the spoiler section of this show? We got to do it. We got to get in. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, hold on. My gosh. I almost missed that cue. There we go. That is your spoiler warning. Again, that is your second spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen Loki episode five, turn back now and come back and listen to our amazing takes our hot takes. I don't know if they're going to be hot takes, but come back and listen to us after you're done watching the episode. So Devin, so, so we were, we were right. Um, they don't, they aren't actually de- die when they are pruned. They are sent to a desolate purgatory at the end of all time. That is, it, I, I love how um, they explained it, how it was more of, they're like, Oh, well they don't like, you know, the, they're saying like the pruning and, you know, the recorrection, the timeline, like it does quote unquote read, like recorrect it per se, but all that matter, like it's not just gone. It just it's transferred. It's repurposed. It's repurposed. How how all the the companies, the monolith companies out there would say. So it's like, yeah, we just take it here and move it somewhere far away. It's it's kind of like, I don't know. Someone's like, hey, I need more space in my email or whatever. It's like, all right, well, they try to delete more things. And it's like, hey, that's not how it works. You kind of have to just add more onto it. And, you know, I don't know. That was a really, really bad analogy. I'm sorry. But (laughs) anyway, Devin, oh, Devin. Yes. So Loki is trapped at the end of all time by transferring his matter there with everyone else. And he runs into, what, four of the Lokis? Yeah, and we get background, well, some background on them. One of them lied to us but he's he's not in the picture anymore it's like (laughs) oh my gosh that's right yeah yeah one of them lied and sylvie pops in at the the lady loki i i I love her name sylvie but lady loki is a lot better i it's it's just more it flows well if they're going for the romance angle then it has to be sylvie so what did you think about that, by the way? Because a lot of people are thinking that like they're not in love or that he's not in love with her or vice versa. Or do you think it is more of just a, a, a strong platonic understanding, a strong platonic like relationship? That's what I hope it is, because it's, it's just weird to try to wrap your head around that being romantic. But this is Loki we're talking about, like the only person who would be able to fall for himself yeah, it, it, it makes complete sense. Yeah. It's just, it just feels off. You think it's more of like a brother-sister love? I hope, but we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. He was leaning in for a second. I'm like, oh, Logie's going to make his move. What's going on? <laughs> I think I think if they were going to kiss, they would have kissed under that blanket. Yeah, that that is that probably would have been the prime time to kiss because they've kind of been, you know, like bringing these characters together for like a super small intimate moments and then bringing them apart. And I I don't know, maybe it is 
that Loki has found his glorious purpose. <laughs> one of them definitely has. Yes, yes, one of them definitely did. But I, I want to talk about the the backgrounds for these Lokis. So Kid Loki killed Thor in his world. That's yeah. insane to think about. That was his Nexus event too. Yeah, like just imagine <laughs> Loki actually killing Thor. Like, of course he tries over and over again, but but how old the is kid, this the Thor? kid? Actually, did it. Like, how, I don't know if, if we know their age difference. Because if a kid, uh, even if a kid Loki kills a grown adult Thor, that's impressive. But even so, I guess it would make more sense if they were kids, both starting off. But yeah, I really don't know how all that works. He just kind of yeah. came out and said, he's like, yeah, he's like, what's your, and that's why he, he was kind of ruling the other Lokis at the time. Yeah. And then <laughs> we finally get to look at president Loki. President Loki. Yeah, before that, we find out that um, that classic Loki, Richard E. Grant's character, he's actually a Loki that survived the, the Thanos attack by projecting a decoy. That's right. That's right. I almost forgot about which, that. Which is a theory that people have, have been, since since Endgame came out, people have been saying that's a possible that, theory as to how Loki survives. How lo- Okay, yeah. And he, he's dressed up in, in the classic comic book Loki um get up which i i really enjoy how marvel kind of has like these like original comic book characters outfits and like yes they are you know they are classic but it, it just it just gives you a taste because if you had that for the entire show it just looks ridiculous yeah and yeah not everything transfers well onto screen for a certain amount of time like i mean could you imagine if our loki was dressed like that for what God knows how many movies or, or Wanda and vision with those Halloween costumes they had. Yeah. There's, yeah. Why is there, why is it, why is there so much green in the original costumes? I really There's don't know so much green. Well, yeah. I mean, I, like it's for, for the comics, like it makes sense. Like it is more cartoony and it's just the way it is. But yeah, it's like for live action, maybe in like, <laughs> maybe back when like the, <clears throat> excuse me, when the original Shazam, came out like that TV show, it, they would work back then. But in today's world, it's like you, you need a more modern updated, you know, you can do a shout out throwback. You know, we've seen so many different captain America, um, um, costumes or, um, outfits, excuse me. But can you imagine if like, if Iron Man was flying around and like the golden, <laughs> And like it's it's ridiculous, but it it is it they do a pay homage to the comics and the best way they know how. It's not like haha, look at this person's outfit. It's just hey, you know, it would be really cool during this portion of or on during this scene or for you know <clears throat> for this show we can do X Y and Z and it, it totally pulls off. So I don't know. It's 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 some weird stuff though, especially uh, visions super super green like the visions green. was pretty bad <laughs> yeah oh wow but um let's see other than the uh romantic slash platonic um <laughs> uh, conversation that uh sylvie and our loki have we did get a little bit of a look at the president loki and it's really funny how you put all these lokis together in a room because they just end up betraying each other. Yep, they all backstab. 
Literally. Our, our Loki just sits back and just like, what, what is this? What, why? And he's, I mean, he's different now. And it, I, it's probably, it mostly is because of Sylvie, but we also find out that, um, we, get, we get a look at, we get a look at how badass classic Loki's magic is. Like yeah. this is the scene where it shows it off first. We get yeah. a taste of it. Like, cause he, he like creates projections of themselves to fight the other Lokis, mm. which is crazy. Yeah. So like physical projections that can actually fight. And that, then he, and he like has a, he creates a teleport portal to get them out. Like it just shows how crazy his magic is. Yeah. And our Loki, you know, he's, he's trying to not force project, but um, I guess you could say um, get into the minds of other uh, beings. And we find out that, you know, there's this, I guess they call it a shark or th- this like smoky being. We don't really know. It's like, what, it's like a dragon. I think kind of. Yeah. It looked badass. It really did. Like very, very mysterious. And you like throughout the entire episode, you know, we've only seen like a fraction of our Loki's power, but obviously we see Richard E. Grant, like what a Loki can really do. Um, and uh, poor, poor alligator Loki. Um, he, he did have his time. And he, he bit off president Loki's arm. <laughs> that was great, dude. I was like, what is going on here? And I, I love how wacky it is. I'm not, is that comic book accurate? How we have the alligator Loki or is that just, I, I, think, that, they, I think there is um, an animal Loki, but I think they made up the alligator. alligator. Loki. Okay. So it's kind of like with spider ham with uh, P- uh, Peter Parker. And, and then uh, there was actually a lot of Easter eggs this episode. There was the sighting of Throg in like in between like their lair and the ground. There was a Throg sighting. Thor Frog. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. I was like, wait a minute. What's he talking about? I'm like, oh, yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was jumping around in a <laughs> in a little plastic box. That was that. And then we got the uh, the Thanos um, helicopter. Thanos helicopter, which is it's very funny. Yeah. Like the, just the fact that he used to ride around in a helicopter. <laughs> that's hilarious. Rolling up in a helicopter instead of like a huge spaceship. <laughs> a huge f***ing <laughs> ass spaceship. <laughs> and it just says Thanos on the side. Yeah. Yeah. What was, um, what was the other? I don't know if there was another. Easter, at least one that I didn't. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch heavy spoilers today. <laughs> well, in, the, in the fight scene, there's that Polybius arcade game. That's like a urban legend type of thing. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's, that's always a good sign too. But yeah, we, we've, we, uh, we eventually get to, you know, Sylvie and Loki finally stop. Uh, well, Loki wants we get, we get to get Morbius kill back. Yeah, yeah, we did. For a second, I thought he was going to roll up in a jet ski. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So he rolls up in a car and he, you know, he's saving Sylvie. That, that was really cool because we we didn't know how it worked up until then. We didn't know if everybody got sent there if it was just a Loki. Yeah, purgatory. At, at first, I thought it was just a Loki, but I guess that timeline is Kid Loki's. Like that is Kid Loki's kingdom, I believe. I think that's what he said. But I yeah, because he killed Thor in his yeah. timeline. <laughs> so it's it, you saw the look on our Loki's face when he said that he was like, "Oh, <laughs> like oh, you actually so that that is possible here." Which 
100% is. So I think that's really, really cool. And we, we have our Loki wanting to kill the, the ghost dragon, smoke dragon, whatever you want to call it. And Sylvie's like, no, we need to project it. We need to, you know, infiltrate its mind. And they end up doing that. And our Loki doesn't really believe that he has that ability. And, Sylvie's like, if I can do it, you can definitely do it. We're literally the same person. Just <laughs> so they they finally, you know, do the deed, and they it's like this. It, it's almost as if like the dragon or the smoke dragon was like guarding something, and that was Sylvie's um, her theory, and she was right. Um, I'm not. It was sh- like one of those one of those classic like I'll distract him and run this way while you try to yeah to get him over there. Which was a third distraction that ended up helping them the most. Yeah. Classic Loki saved the day. He was so cool. He pulled out all the stops. Did he not? He he created his, I think he was like creating at with his Asgard that he was creating. Asgard. Yeah. I thought that was pretty, really like really, really awesome. (laughs) Yeah. He's just like using all of his powers, just creating an entire Asgard to distract the dragon. (laughs) He's just like screaming and yelling and going all out. Glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. Amen. <laughs> but and then he, he dies for the cause. He does. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> but yeah, so they, they finally um, infiltrate the dragon, the smoke dragon, and there's this this place and i i'm not sure what it was exactly um i was i'm not gonna i was like trying to rush and watch it this morning before i went to work then to me to me it looked like that little world that they showed a glimpse of in ant-man and, and the wasp the quantum realm there was that little oh yeah area that, that's what it looked like to me and that's definitely leaning towards king so you think this connects to quantum mania yeah. How um WandaVision will connect to uh whatchamacallit? Uh Doctor Strange too. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. this and this kind of connects to Spider Man. Wait, wait, what connects to Spider Man? The multiverse. Oh, okay. I thought you said the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm like, he wasn't in there, but I wish he was. It's okay. <laughs> they wanted him, but Kevin Feige said no. The con a contract is tight. Yeah, especially with uh, I I hate anything when it comes to Spider Man like film related. They're just like no, and it's like uh, one day Marvel will acquire the film rights back to Spider Man, and the reign of terror will be over hopefully. But oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that pretty much ends the uh, the episode there, and you know, there's no cliffhanger. Well, there's no um post credit scene for this one. I was scrubbing through just to see. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Credits, 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 <laughs> just like zipping through there, but there is no post credit scene, but a great, great episode. Nonetheless, um, you know, we only have one more week to go. And honestly, I, I I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm sad that it's coming to an end. Um, but you know, there are more stories to be told, but, uh, Let's get into our, our ratings of episode five. Um, I was going to say one, one thing I really oh, like God. is that every character, seemingly every character in the show is in the same boat as us where they don't know what's going on either. Yeah. I like that. It's a mystery to everybody. 
Yeah, I'm just telling you, Miss Minute. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trusting her. She's definitely hiding some things. Her she she and, helped uh, out. She helped out Renslayer. Yeah, helped let her escape. She was. Uh, ugh, I was like, okay. Like for a second, I thought that Sylvie and Renslayer were gonna like you know do something because it's like it doesn't seem like Renslayer knows, but it I doesn't think, seem like it. But she knows something. Everyone's like, maybe she's a Loki. I'm like, well, maybe, but. That'd be kind of lame, but I still want to know. I want to know what Sylvie's uh, Nexus event was and why she was pulled. I think it's just because she was going down the good path. Yeah. Th- can't be good. Yeah. There was the, um, there was that video that I showed you that one guy was saying that like it, it might, that might be the reason of her Nexus event is because, you know, she was becoming more of a hero than a devious. She was idolizing Valkyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Idolizing the Valkyrie because Thor idolized them and maybe in her timeline it was. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a pretty good explanation. And that's just the, the overarching theme of the whole show is that Loki, every Loki feels like that they could make a turn into being a better person, but because of these timekeepers, they aren't able to because it messes up what they see as the best future. Yeah. Yeah. And we still don't know who those, uh, who those timekeepers are or what they are overall. So definitely a great, great episode. Um, let's get into our ratings really quick so we can uh, move on to our uh, next review that we'll be talking about here in a little bit. So Devin, what would you give Loki episode five? I will give it a solid a, okay. It's just so consistent. I was going to give it an A plus actually. <laughs> we, were, we reversed last week and this week. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, it was just, it's a great, great setup and it's just, you, you really just get a better understanding for all Loki's and just all of these characters. And I, I don't know if I can put it above WandaVision. Like I said, I, I got to wait until next week to figure out what's going on because the finale of WandaVision was really good for me at least. And it just, uh, if this, this might take the cake. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see, but that pretty much that, that concludes today's episode of, and of course, Devin, thank you always for coming on, man. It feels, it feels like we haven't been at this for a while, I know. <laughs> but uh, make sure for everyone out there again, thank you so much for listening to our podcast, to our show. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Um, the Batman animated series is still going on. I was waiting for um, all of our reviews to update because I knew a few more people had made submissions, but we're going to, make sure to choose a winner on Friday for that one. So by the time we're listening to this tomorrow, quote unquote, cause this is coming out on Thursday and uh, make sure to follow us over on the film optics uh, at film optics <laughs> with an X over on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you know, I always got to get those plugs in, you know, we try to, to be as active over there as possible. So, uh, what's coming up on our podcast, Devin, what's coming up on the show? We have so much to, we got, we got some, some black widow. We got some fear street, <sighs> no space jam though. No space jam. Not this time. That's unfortunate. I'm moving that weekend. Uh, honestly, if we really wanted to, we can still do it later on. 
there's no rhyme or reason why we can't. It is our show. Or we could all. get it early if we're lucky. Yeah, I'm still waiting. I saw on I saw a review came out today, so people are getting it. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. So I'm I'm praying that we do. <laughs> I'm really, really praying that we do. Oh, I, I looked at my email. I was like, no, that wasn't it. It was something else. <laughs> I'm like, come on, come on, Wonder Brothers. I mean, I listen. You make some bad mistakes, but we still love you. Um, I actually rewatched the first Space Jam the other day. So, yeah, we got uh, Black Widow dropping on Friday. And then um, we are a little bit late to the party for Fear Street. But you know what? I'm 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 in a big Fear Street mood. So we're going to be releasing Fear Street 1994. It's going to be releasing sporadically throughout the week. I believe Fear Street 1994 Part 1 will be on Sunday. And then we're going to be reviewing Part 2 with amanda over at amx nda reviews and possibly leo if he's able to join us on leo over from geekly goods so definitely make sure to uh, follow them over on their respective platforms and check out what they have to offer because they do some amazing amazing work and yeah part three comes out next week so you know we'll we're just going to kind of make them up as we go so (laughs) that pretty much um concludes today's episode and let's uh let's get out of here thank you all again for listening and we'll see you guys later and that's a wrap for today thank you all for listening and if you enjoy the show we greatly appreciate it if you can leave us a five-star rating and review on apple Podcasts, and follow us on twitter at film optics that is optics with an x to stay in the know that was Devin. my name is christian and we'll see you guys in the next one